what's up everybody uh before i get right into self-therapy i don't usually do an intro but i'm gonna do this slight little psa for the podcast network uh moving into the next coming weeks we're gonna be working on our studio so i have pre-recorded a, a little bit of a sub-series you guys might have heard me talk about it it's called pod life it's all about life as a podcaster where this podcaster interviews other podcasters about podcasting it's a really bad knockoff of Jerry Seinfeld, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. So, with that being said, uh, it kind of spawned from this episode. Um, this episode's entitled Passion Over Paycheck, and it really just kind of expresses a little bit of my affectionate love for the podcast game, as well as what it's kind of given me and um, the friendships it's kind of forged. So, with that being said, on with the show. All of August will be pod life, not including Aaron Chalupa's awkward throw clear. That will still happen as well as Tim Carr and the Midnight Owl. We're going to sneak in maybe a Jay's edition somewhere in there, but mostly it'll be pod life. We all about that pod life, baby. Here we go. Where the at? Where the at? Where the at? Ooh, if you want to go and take a... Oh, shit, we recording? Fuck. Okay. <clears throat> Try again. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Nafta 30 podcast? What's up, y'all? This is Going Solo, the solo podcast that I, Anthony El Jefe, um, record by myself, all by my lonesome. Self-therapy is this weird thing that every time I sit down and hit record, I think to myself, what the hell am I doing? Wait, why am I doing this? Who is this for? Hold on, brain fart, hold on. Why do I do this? I've always looked at this as a creative outlet for me. I've always looked at this as this boyhood dream that I had to be a radio disc jockey. I always thought it was such a cool gig. You'd be surrounded by music. You can go to all these cool concerts. You would have the ability to hear music first. And I guess I evolved with digital music and the access of music and places like uh, OK Player and SoundCloud and MySpace and all those first to market music sources um and i just feel like the disc jockey or the dj kind of vanished oh i guess maybe like the the original idea of the dj not like these guys that get told that these these this is the music you're gonna play you're gonna play these 40 songs and you're just gonna fill this time in between i wanted to be like the Wolfman, the guy who who found music played music first you know the guy credited for you know really pushing Elvis's career along. Anyways, I guess this fills a childhood dream of mine. But let me expand on that a little bit because the world of podcasting is so different now. When I started listening to podcasts 10 years ago, maybe even longer than that, there there might have been 
a handful. And I listened to Mark Maron's. I could I didn't get into it at the time. And at the time, he was really self-deprecating. I listened to Kevin Smith's, and which I still listen to today. Uh, Joe Rogan. I, I got I hooked onto Joe Rogan at episode six or seven, and I used to like. I used to. I remember. I remember sitting in my parents' basement and telling my brother while we're playing video games about this, and he's like, "Joe Rogan, the guy from Fear Factor." Yes, that guy. Anyways, that at that point is the wild west, and now podcasting today, it's much more of a structured, uh, formulaic podcast world. It's there's a lot of people with big fan bases already creating podcasts. There's a lot of a lot of people creating content, and I guess that's the world we live in today. Everything from Instagram, YouTube, uh, Snapchat, all those avenues, all those avenues are people creating content. So why wouldn't podcasting be one of them? So I constantly fight this battle when I listen to some of my favorite podcasts, the sound quality, the full-time attention, the team that's behind them, and then I compare them to mine. Now, this podcast, and you've heard me say it a hundred times, this is a passion project. This is when I have a couple of minutes to myself, scotch taping everything together, and hoping, hoping there's somebody else listening to the other end. Now, I know there's a handful of my friends that listen to this, and I'm, I'm very thankful for that. And then I know that there's a handful of of let's say relatives or people I've known long enough to consider relatives listening. And then I know there's a handful of people that might tune in and out and all that stuff. And I'm appreciative for every single download that happens. But after doing this for three years, I'm, I'm constantly shocked with what has, what, what has opened up because of it. So what I mean by that is the amount of people I've talked to and over time have found out that I I record and run a podcast and a small network of friends that also do their shows, um, it, it has a certain badge of honor. And it's a badge of honor that I've kind of craved for a long time. And I don't know if that makes me like selfish about it for example there i have a client and his name's nick and he's a creative guy he's a high energy guy and he's just one of those guys that brings this raw artist energy into a room and i've known him for a couple years and i've seen some of his work and i think it's really good and uh, we were just spitballing, and I was like, have I ever told you that I do a podcast? And he's like, no. I'm like, all right. I was like, well, you know, if you want to check it out, but I'd like to have you on because I think I think you'd be awesome on the podcast. So we're going to have Nick on at some point soon. I'm hoping to have the new studio up and running, and then I'd like to invite all the people that I have because right now the studio is covered in boxes. It's a total mess, and I wouldn't want to invite anybody here for the first visit. Excuse me. The regular voices that you hear that come in, they know the mess that, that's in here right now. But soon, the new studio will be up and running, and I'm super excited for that. 
Okay, so where did I go? I went off on a little bit of tangent there. The pride that I take in this, here's what happened. This weekend, I was at my baseball game, and there's some new players on the team, and I had to give the baseball trophy for last year's baseball playoff pool to Neil, who won. Now, trust me, everyone who's listening, if you played in the pool, we're all outraged that Neil won. Don't worry. He can't repeat. You have to be super good at sports to repeat in fantasy fantasy baseball or fantasy hockey. If you do it, you're really, really, really smart at it. And Neil's not that smart. So I had to drop off this trophy. So I had the trophy there at baseball and... One of the new people said, oh, what, like, what, what's the deal with this trophy? And I explained to her, that, hey, I have this podcast. And then she goes, oh, that's cool. She goes, have I heard of it? I'm like, I don't know. It's called the After 30 Podcast. You might have heard of us because we won the most outstanding adult series last year at the Canadian Podcasting Awards. And she looked at me and she was stunned. Now, I don't even think she knows what I do professionally. But she gave me a high five and she goes, wow, I'm really proud of you, man. And I thought that was so fucking cool because it was like that acknowledgement that made me feel accomplished or here's a word I rarely use with the podcast, but successful. And I had like a reinvigorated passion to sit in front of the mic. But here's the crazy thing. You ever hear those things that like things come in threes? So... My first notch in the belt, I talked to Nick, an all, a guy who I hold and respect as an ultra-creative guy who is interested and wants to get into this podcast realm, family, network, whatever. I'm at baseball. I have somebody who I don't really know tell me, someone they don't know very well, that they're proud of me. Okay, so here's a third one. And you guys know on the network, we have a couple sub-series. Our long-running Awkward Throw Clear with Aaron Chalupa. We have new-ish The Midnight Owl with Tim Carr. Or Tim Carr's Midnight Owl. I'm not too sure, actually. I think it's just the Midnight Owl. But Aaron, I was doing some of the edit work for Aaron's podcast. And I usually listen to about 40 to 50% of the podcast while I'm editing it. And then I usually listen to the rest of it when 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 I download and listen to it, you know, when everybody else gets it. Which like isn't the best for quality quality control, but I thought it was kind of funny. But anyways, um, Aaron has like these marvelous words for Tim and his podcast, and it made my heart so warm because these are two people who may not have ever been in contact with one another, and by all accounts, I'm hoping that uh, this summer they do get to meet. But these are two people who have been brought together by the love of podcasting and the Not After 30 Network. And you're having 
not because they're part of this network of podcasts, but because they're they're both peers, they're both podcasters. And Aaron doesn't have to do that, but he compliments the incredible job that Tim does. And like I'm sitting back here in this squeaky chair, a proud papa. You know, I, I listen, I have two kids, they make me proud all the time. But my podcast family, my podcast kids, seeing them compliment each other and and the, the respect and the the camaraderie really warms my heart. And it's made me it made it's made me love podcasting so much more. I'm I'm just I'm just floored by it. So This past weekend, like I think everybody else's life, the summer's been crazy for us here at the house. And I really, we had, a, so there was a couple people from PodCamp Toronto that had invited me out to this podcast meetup. And it was taking place in Hamilton. It was last weekend. I guess when this podcast comes out, it was two weekends ago. And I really wanted to go. I, I had all intentions of going. I had told my wife, I had foregone other plans to go to this meetup, and it wasn't anything too crazy. It was just some of those old G's of the Canadian podcast game, like Mark, who's been on the podcast, another gent, Scarborough dude, um, Anthony Muzzin, uh, that's not his last name, Um, can't remember his last name right now, Brent Morris, some people who, when I look at they've been podcasting for a while, they're well known within this community, and I like I, and they welcomed me into that, and I was honored, and I so badly wanted to be part of it. I wanted to be part of the camaraderie of that. I've wanted to become part of that community, and just to be honest, just to become better at this. I like I think I do an okay job, but I want to be better at it because remember this was a boyhood dream of mine to sit in front of the mic, turn the red light on. And just talking to this fuzzy little afro. So, long story short, uh, I can't make it happen. Work's busy. I get out of there late. I get home. The kids are driving my wife crazy. And I have to, I have to sacrifice. And granted, like, uh, hanging out with some people I barely know may not be that big of a sacrifice. But let me mention this. I really, really want this. I really want to be in that community of, I don't want to say well-known, but let's say respected podcasters. Let's say people who have been around this game for a long time. People who have made money from this. People who, who know a thing or two about it. People that are respected by other people. People who know. The real, the real underground of the podcast game. You know, really quickly, real side story to this. Growing up, um, when I found music, and everybody remembers when they found music, and they realize this is my type of music and all that stuff. When you look into who your heroes in music looked up to, you then start exploring those heroes. And you move around and you 
you start to adopt these people who you you idolize. You start to adopt their values, their lifestyle, their vocabulary. You start to adopt their philosophies. So, once upon a time, young Anthony, listening to his favorite band, Oasis, and their probably their third album, Be Here Now, and the the Noel Gallagher claims that that album was recorded fueled by cocaine and there's like these great stories of mountains of cocaine and uh, the the album itself is a very bassy rock album and the reason because the reason why it's such a bass bassy sounding album is because when you when you're high on cocaine you lose some of the ability to hear bass so if this is a cocaine-fueled album recording and you don't hear the bass, you pump the bass up so you can hear that bass. Anyways, the reason why the reason why this part is is fun is because Noel Gallagher really looked back at his love of 70s early punk music. The Stooges and uh, the Ramones and maybe the Pistols and maybe even, um, oh, it's slipping my mind right now. Joe Strummer. Um, oh my god, I can't remember. I can't can't remember the band's name. Anyways, whatever. It's not important. I start to look into those bands. We're talking '97 here. I'm 15 years old, and I'm just learning about the music that I love. By the way, tonight's podcast is sponsored in Liquid Courage. By the good people at Orange Schnell Brewers. Um, yeah, so I started really getting into bands like the Ramones and um, the Pistols. But I mean, every, anyone who says they like the Sex Pistols music is crazy. Everyone was addicted to the lifestyle and the facade of the Sex Pistols because if you like it or not, the Sex Pistols are actually. The first, one of the first manufactured. You, you thought that they were a real band. They were put together. Anyways, that aside. Um, when I learned about that garage rock, really raw, not necessarily structured, barely knew how to play their instruments, the Ramones, three or four chords, that's it. Johnny Ramone. Uh, D.D. Ramon, like Tommy, like when I when I got into the Ramones, it was the parallel to getting into podcasting. They barely knew how to play their instruments, but they were passionate about wanting wanted to do something. They had a look, they had a feel. I feel like we have we have that parallel. I don't know how to use this equipment, but I've spent money on it. I'm gonna twist all the knobs and see what sounds best. I'm going to go on YouTube. I'm going to figure out whatever I can. I'm going to talk to people and figure out whatever I can to make this sound better. I'm going to use some, maybe not necessarily the best equipment, but it's going to work because I believe the passion is going to bleed through this. And I'm entrusted that it will because the people who listen, the feedback, the likes, the shares, the shout outs, the friends made, the listeners made, the listeners that turned to friends, the meetups, the recognition. 
all that. That's that's the Ramones. That's the Ramones selling tickets. That's the Ramones selling albums. So I so I can't give up on this because I love it. I'm passionate about it. About it. For the first time, I'm doing out cash to build an actual studio, and not just a a cold room or a basement or my living room at one point. Um, you know, I went, I went from recording to on my phone to, you know, like a four input recorder. Um, my goal, my goal is to do something more than just fill your earbuds for 25 minutes. My goal is to make people laugh, to make people think, to have, to have people part of the conversation. So if you made it this far, please reach out. Not after 30 podcast at gmail.com. Not after 30 podcast on Instagram. Not after 30 podcast on Facebook. NA30 podcast on Twitter, but don't reach us on Twitter because we're barely on it. Um, and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping we have uh, some finally some new t shirt designs coming out. Maybe a new hat design. That's kind of still in the works. Um, So, okay, here's how I'm going to end this because I don't want to go too much farther. I'm thankful and proud of every single recording you've ever done. I'm thankful and proud for everybody who's ever listened. I'm thankful and proud for everyone who's left a review, a like, a share, all those things. And I have to believe that if you're passionate about something, whatever it is, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody, go and do it. For things you do, you do. For things you can't do, you leave to legends. Start your legacy. And as always, thank you for downloading, tuning in, and checking us out. This is Anthony Jefe recording live and direct in the Billy Shears Podcast Studio, still and always in lovely Milton, Ontario.